0: This episode of Dean Bakari's Meaningful Show is brought to you by Flashbooks, where you can get best-selling business and self-improvement book summaries that you can read or listen to in under 20 minutes. To learn more and get started for just a buck today, visit www.getflashnotes.com. Welcome to the Meaningful Show Podcast, where every single week we work to bring you an inspiring insight, idea, or interview to help you live better, work better, and be better both in life and in business. Brought to you by MeaningfulHQ.com, we've got one very simple goal here on this show, and that is to help you do more of what matters and less of what doesn't. I'm your host, Dean Bukhari, and if you're ready, then I'm ready. So let's get into it. Okay, my friends, my loved ones, my beautiful people, my loving listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we are continuing with part two of the three-part podcast series that we are doing on working from home productively. Yesterday, on episode 280, we dove into the first 10 tips to help you work from home productively, to crush it, to get things done, to rock and roll, to focus, to crank it out, hit them goals. So we broke down the first 10 tips on part one, episode number 280. If you haven't listened to that, get into that before getting into this. Because today we are going to continue forward with the next set of tips in part two of working from home productively. Let's get into it. All right, moving on. Tip number 11 is to remember your why to stay inspired. The best way to maintain work-at-home motivation is to keep your why front and center. Wherever you're working, have that in front of you or post it up on the wall if you can or remind yourself of it on a regular basis. Your why is your purpose, it's your vision, it's the reason you do the work you do, the reason you get up in the morning. It'll fire you up. It'll get you pumped. It'll bring about a sense of enthusiasm and passion for the work that you do, especially when you need it. If you're feeling sluggish, you're feeling tired, you're not feeling motivated or inspired, reminding yourself of your why can help you Bring, muster up that motivation and get back inspired and get inspired again to rock and roll and get your work done. So your why is your purpose. It's the reason you do the work you do. My why, for example, is to inspire and empower people everywhere so that they can improve their lives and achieve their goals. That is the filter with which I decide to do something or not do it any new business venture, any speaking engagement, any article, any, anything that I decide to do, partnerships, business deals, anything that I decide to do, I run through that funnel. It, does this coincide with my why? Is this going to help me inspire people to improve their lives and achieve their goals? Because that's my goal. That's my why is to empower and inspire as many people as i possibly as i possibly can around the world to improve their lives and achieve their goals. So, what's your why? If you don't know it, draft a why statement. And i've written up a full-on guide on how to do that as well as a, a podcast episode to accompany it, and you can find that over at deanbukari.com/ Find dash your dash y. That's d e a n b o k h a r i dot com backslash find dash your dash y, and you can learn exactly how to construct a why statement of your own and how to communicate that why statement to the rest of the world, should you choose to do so. So once you draft that why statement, remind yourself of it. Keep it in front of you to keep yourself inspired while you work. And if you lead or manage teams of people, remind them of your organization's why by dropping it into an organization-wide communication channel like Slack or something like that. It'll keep people motivated and connected to the larger vision of your organization. Moving on. Tip number 12, Create startup rituals and shutdown rituals. The startup ritual primes your mind to crush the day. The shutdown ritual helps you ease out of the workday. So, for example, to give you some examples of startup rituals, those might be things like going for a walk before starting your work, journaling, envisioning your day, saying an affirmation, or engaging in a healthy morning routine of some kind at home prior to beginning your work. The goal is to prime your mind to get into work mode, to get focused, which is something that can be especially challenging while working from home. Another challenge for people is transitioning from work to home when your work and your home are under the same roof. Having a regular shutdown ritual can help ease you out of work mode and get in to home mode. So for instance, I like to shut my laptop, shout out, I'm done, and then go change my clothes before hanging out with my family and getting into work mode, right? That eases me out of work mode and it eases me in to enjoying time with my family, having dinner, just chilling out. So whichever way you do it, having a startup ritual and a shutdown ritual can just help you create a nice mental distinction between working at home and being at home. Tip number 13, implement systems to avoid wasting time. So if you lead or manage people, you want to think about recurring tasks that you might be able to systemize or automate. For example, You know, I record a lot of audio content, audio books and audio summaries, podcast episodes and other audio training content. I mean, I've got a lot of stuff that I record on a regular basis. And I've got a specific way, though, in which I like to have all that audio content edited. And since I hate doing the editing myself, I like to hire people to do it for me. But every time I hire a new audio producer or editor to help me with this process— Here's what happens, I gotta teach them exactly how I like to have my audio stuff edited and delivered. This means I gotta block out at least a couple of hours to teach them exactly what to do, and then subsequently make myself available for the inevitable flurry of follow-up questions that are gonna arise from the new hire that I'm gonna have later on to answer. Now, this really isn't a good use of my time, so one day I had an idea, I thought, you know what? Let me just shoot an instructional video using the screen recording software that I have called ScreenFlow to capture all of the steps and details of the editing process right from my screen, right? I pull up the software, Adobe Audition. I said, this is what we do. This is how we cut it. This is how we master it and produce it and, and export it and all that good stuff. I just record my screen, record myself doing it along with me explaining things in the background in voiceover style and boom, that's it now i just save it and i've got a system in place each time i hire a new audio editor i send them this video explaining exactly how i like to get things done how i like to audio, how i like to edit and export audio so this saves me a lot of time and it gives them clear expectations and something to reference back to whenever necessary rather than calling me and contacting me to ask the same questions repeatedly. So that's an example of a simple automated system. And there's a million different things that you can do and automate and systemize. But the idea is creating processes, automatic things that you can put into place such that you don't have to waste time doing the same mundane things over and over and over again. And there, that's one kind of system. That's about Automating things. Another kind of system that you can automate is the actions that you take. Having things that you do regularly, scheduling routine activities and making them a scheduled, regular, ritualized thing that you do. Like, for instance, I like to wake up at the same time every day. That's an example of a system, a small one, a small system. Another example of a system is I like to work out at the same time every day. Right? So these are these are simple systems. Another example is scheduling, theming out your schedule. Meaning instead of every day waking up and figuring, out, okay, this is what I got to do, this is what I got to do, this and just kind of haphazardly rolling through your day, which happens from time to time to the best of us, you could plan out your week ahead of time and as you do that, you could decide dedicate Specific activities to specific days. And this can really help you crank out and get a tremendous amount of work done and really get you into flow. Meaning, if you decide that, and I do this from time to time, I'll just dedicate, okay, Monday is about recording content. Tuesday is about meeting with employees. Wednesday, is a writing day. Thursday is a research day, right? So, I mean, it's, it's just about theming days, and that will allow you to just say, okay, everything that has to do with recording, everything that has to do with presentations, for instance, or writing content, or researching, or dealing with your team, and you could just theme them out. And that's another example of a systemized approach to productivity so there's two kinds of systems there's you know the behavioral systems of recurring actions and then there are systems that you can automate like the example that i gave you of recording my screen making one video explaining how i like to get things edited for my audio content and giving that to any current and new employees that i hire to help with producing editing our audio content between my different companies in this podcast. So by the way, by the way, somebody just told me about a really neat trick if you're a Mac user that you can use to record your screen while we're on this whole random recording the screen thing. If so, people, I mean, you buy software to record your screen and do video recordings and stuff like that meaning you are showing yourself trying to do something on a screen and then you can save that as a video and then send it to somebody. So there is, this is built in natively inside of Mac. And somebody just told me about it. Let me pull this up really quick for you so I can give you the the shortcut. So if you hit Command, Shift, and the number five, at the same time, it'll pull up a little screen And you can literally just record your screen. You can even talk over it, meaning you can do a voiceover over it. And then you can save that as a video and then send it to somebody. This is so handy. If you wanna explain a process to somebody, if you wanna quickly show somebody something on your screen, boom, you just hit command shift five and you can make a video of it. And then you can send it over to anybody. Quick, simple, easy. I don't know why they're hiding this. It's a very, very great feature. But, you know, maybe because there's other businesses and software companies that make a whole business out of this thing. But, yeah, it's free. Somebody just told me about this. It's, It's a totally free feature on MacBook or Mac, Apple. Anyways, that was a random side tip. Let's move on to the next tip. Tip number 14 for working from home productively is this. Action comes first motivation comes later. Keep that in mind when you don't feel inspired or when you're experiencing a lack of motivation. Action comes first, motivation comes later. So when you feel tired or uninspired, look, it can be easy to toss your hands up in the air and just say, screw it, I'll get to this later and then go play with the kids or something or go binge watch Breaking Bad or God forbid, Tiger King. You know, when you when you feel the impulse to procrastinate, just instead of giving up, instead of procrastinating, remember action comes first. The motivation follows. Countdown from five, four, three, two, one, boom. Then just get up, take immediate action. Once you start moving, the motivation will follow. But if you just remain static, you'll remain sluggish. And if you remain sluggish, you will not succeed. Moving on, tip number 15. Beat procrastination by thinking of your future self. Here's a quick tip to help you beat procrastination while you're working from home or while you're working from anywhere for that matter. Ask yourself when you want to procrastinate, ask yourself what your future self would think if you procrastinate today. How does procrastinating today impact you tomorrow? Learn to lean in to the temporary pain of discipline today so that you can enjoy the long-term rewards down the road. Or as the great author and business philosopher Jim Rohn used to say, the pain of discipline weighs ounces, while the pain of regret weighs tons. Do not put things off unless you're doing it on purpose. Get what needs to get done, done. Beat procrastination by thinking, Of your future self. All right, that was part two in the Working From Home Productively three-part mini-series. Hope you found it helpful. Hope you found it useful. Hope it helps you stay fulfilled and focused as you crush it from home. We'll be back in the next episode with the final installment of this three-part series, so be sure to tune into that.